Welcome to Pep Talks, People Empowering People. These uplifting interviews allow everyday people to share their not-so-everyday stories of resiliency to help you get through your story. This is your host, Casey Crawford Kellum. I'm a widow who has certainly faced my share of adversity, but I continue to keep on dancing. I'm a school counselor, author, yoga instructor, motivational speaker, and former business owner and special ed teacher, and now podcaster. My journey is about helping you to get through your journey. Today I have Lily Gordon, who is a U.S. citizen living in Maine, who came from Bulgaria about 15 years ago. Lily is a massage therapist, yoga instructor, and Ayurvedic health counselor. Lily shares with us her journey about coming to America and trying to find herself. Welcome, Lily. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me here on your uh, podcast. I appreciate you coming. I know we spent a couple weeks trying to connect. We met um, basically through some podcasting uh, platforms, and Lily has her own podcast platform platform as well, which is um, the Lily Pod. The Lily Pod, mixture of my name and pod, short from podcast. <laughs> I love the creativity, like mm. Lily Pod, cute. And she'll tell us more about that. But you know, Lily, how about taking us back to Bulgaria and how your life was there and what made you actually come to America? Mm. This seems like so long ago and completely different life that I completely different life that I had so about I moved as you said 15 years ago officially stepped into my 16th (laughs) and life over there it's like everywhere else in a way that when you are very confused, when you're lost, when you don't know what you want from life, it doesn't matter in what country you will be, you need to work in the country that resides in yourself. You need to work on yourself. Back at home, it was great. I was surrounded by family. I was surrounded by friends. I, it's, It was good, but it wasn't what I wanted. I didn't know what I wanted because um, when you're born in a country like that, it's very important. You need to be a doctor, you need to be an engineer, or you need to be a lawyer. Your profession cannot be very creative. You have to go of that path. And half of my family is engineers. The other half of my family is doctors. But this, with this being said, Bulgaria is a Eastern European country, and also you need to have a lot of connections to be able to get a job that that is good, that it's well paid. And my mom did not want me to go into the doctor's or medical path because her side of the family, all of them were there. She she was like, no, this is very stressful. You shouldn't be doing this. And then my, my dad's side, he, he wanted, my dad wanted me to, to go into the engineering, but I wasn't into that. I was more, I was into health. I wanted to do 
something that has to do with improving yourself. But of course, I was also a good daughter and I wanted to do what my parents wanted me to do. Um, and trying to find the middle ground, what they, what would make them happy, I went into marketing. And marketing is life. Marketing is something that it doesn't matter what we do and what work we have. And if we are self-employed, marketing always is there to help us, guide us, and take us to the next level, right? Sure. So right. I figured that's great. But my heart was not there. And I think it's because, as you know, the, the first couple of years of university is very, very basic. And you study not the interesting subjects. You study more general things. You right. have to push through those two years to be able to get to the real meat. And uh, actually... This was a time when I was extremely miserable with myself too. And I started drinking a lot. And I'll, I'll, I'm only mentioning this now. I'll go into it after. But uh, I also got an opportunity to come to America just for the summer to work, to travel, to experience the culture, and then go back home and do more of my university the next year. So I came here for the summer. I worked. It was great. I felt the freedom that no one was telling me what to do. No one was dictating, like, you should do this. You should do that. Why are you acting like this? Why are you being this way? No one was judging me for anything. It was, I felt really free. And were you about 20 years old at this time? Yes. Okay. Yes. Let me mention, in Eastern European countries, different than, than here. In Eastern European uh, country, you're always with your family. <laughs> even if you're, even my mom now, she's, uh, she's turning 60 years old. My grandmother is 82. My grandmother still gets mad at her when she doesn't call her. Or <laughs> sure, The family sure. values are completely different. However, I get it. I get it. That's I, uh, once I came here for the summer, I decided once I'm done with my university, the following year, I'll move to America. I'll just come here and that will be it. And I did so. I went back home. I did my year and I returned here. But when I came here, I started drinking again excessively so much that Everything that I planned, I wanted to um, start school here. I wanted to do, I wanted to do more. I wanted to start shaping my life the way I wanted to be. But instead, I dedicated my life into the alcohol. <laughs> sure, I get it. Your way to escape, trying to figure yourself yes. out. Yes. And actually, with the help of it, I burnt a lot of bridges. I ruined a lot of friendships. I ruined a lot of friendships with not returning home. Um, I broke my mom's heart. I we are we are very close. Everything is our my my relationship with my family is really really tight. But I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't go home for probably three years then, and those three years were that. It was a downward spiral. And no, I did not spend time studying <laughs> that time. All I did was I got into a toxic relationship and I drank my days away. 
until I found myself pregnant with my daughter. And uh, when, when I found out that I'm pregnant, I started thinking. All of a sudden, it was like a thunder hit me. It's like, what am I doing with my life? This is not healthy. This is not what I wanted to do. To do. This is, it's a waste of time. I blinked and I'm 25 years old now. And the past few years, I've slept. I've slept through my life. I did nothing valuable. All I did was destruction. And here I always like to think I, I love Game of Thrones. If I don't know if you've watched it. But I, I always feel like one of the the dragons in the last season when the when Khaleesi took her dragon and destroyed the whole entire city. That's how I feel like I destroyed my whole entire life. And when when I got that sense, I, I went back to school and I went into my health coaching program. I went into my massage and with this everything started turning over. I started adopting my healthy habits. I started learning more about the fact that I I thought I was coming to America to create a new life for myself, a so-called better life for myself. And I thought that once I do that, I, I will leave all my problems that I had before in Bulgaria to stay there. But in reality, everything that I thought I was escaping, I created here. And run from that, can you? You can place no, doesn't define can, those problems. No. You cannot run from yourself. And this I had to figure out the hard way. Once I felt like I was on my knees and the, <laughs> the only way was up. Right, right. And you really, you got, sometimes you have to hit that rock bottom before you, have, you see some clarity and mm -hmm. see that the only way back is up and you hit there and it was quite a long five years for you. You really felt like you really wasted those years, but um, out of it came you now with healthy habits and mm -hmm. teaching yoga and being a health coach mm -hmm. that all came. So a lot of good came out of that. Plus your little, your daughter. And yes. how, how old is your daughter? She's 11. She's 11 years old. Wow. Mm -hmm. Very good. And now have you gone back to Bulgaria at all? Oh yes. I go home all the time. Very good. Okay. Yes. And I have, did you, like, how is that country doing right now with the COVID and coronavirus? Um, we actually went into the quarantine much faster than here, probably about a two, three, even a month. Everybody was quarantined and it was a way more, uh, um, not, what's the word in English? Strict. Strict, yes. More strict, yeah. It was way more strict than here, which... Uh, it helped them get a control over it much faster. Right now, everything is open, and I don't know how is that going to work out in the future, but we'll find out. Okay. Do you have plans to go and visit uh, your family this summer? Or it all wait? depends. I was planning in September because my mom is turning 60, but we'll see. We'll see. 
Very if good. I am to listen to predictions that it will come back with a stronger force, I may hold off because my parents are, my mom was East turning 60, my dad is 61, my grandmother is in her 80s and I don't want to, I don't want to risk anything like that. I much rather hold off and stay here. Very smart, smart choice. Mm-hmm. So, so you, you turn this around your life around, and now you're reaching out and really helping others. So tell me about your career in this um, Ayurvedic health counseling, and tell me about all the wonderful things you're doing now to reach out and help others. So it all started with massage at first, and when I started going through my my training and learning more about the body, we barely touched anything, of, of course, on nutrition or the subtle body, but I had an amazing teacher there. She was an intuitive chef and she was a Reiki practitioner and she, I had a lot of conversations with her and I started getting into this, into the health. So I enrolled into my health coaching program. And through there, we had different assignments. And one of the assignments that actually was what changed my life completely is creating a morning routine and journaling. Every single morning when I wake up, I journaled for three pages. And even we, we very often wake up in the morning with this discombobulated mind already stressing out about what's to happen throughout what's to happen throughout the day. And this is when the paper and pen come into place when you just brain dump. You put everything on paper and this helps you empty out the, the craziness in your head and restructure your day to know that everything is okay. Everything is under control. And when there was no, when I had no idea what to write about, I just started doing my gratitudes. Every day I wrote at least three things that I was grateful for. And it wasn't just, I'm grateful for my daughter. I'm grateful that I'm alive. I'm grateful for my mom or anything like that. No, I always thought about something that we usually don't think about. Like I am grateful for the way the sun feels on my skin or I am grateful for when I close my eyes and hear the birds outside, I can visualize myself being somewhere where I'm not, but it helps my soul feel so good. Just being grateful for the things that we don't think about every day. I completely get that. And I don't Mm -hmm. put all that into writing, but my first at least 20 minutes when I wake up is all about gratitude. I'm thanking Mm -hmm. my God for everything. And it's my safety, my well-being, things that it's not there are some everyday things, you know, like our families and such, but exactly just the roof over my head and toilet paper that we Yes. <laughs> Thank you for the squares. So I completely respect and understand what you're saying. And I love that you start your day and restructure your day every day with gratitude. What a difference it makes on the body and mind and soul, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. I believe in gratitude so much because... People take stuff for granted. People take people for granted. And yeah, like you said, even toilet paper. Did we ever think that toilet paper is to- toilet paper is going to be such an important thing in of our life? No. People go and fight for it now. <laughs> uh, I'm still waiting for my Amazon order. I ordered toilet paper thinking I was ahead of the crowd back in the be- middle of March. And mm. it 
and to spend three months and it still hasn't arrived. It's crazy. And the prices went skyrocket high. Yes. However, it's right now what's happening. It's, it's very sad looking at people looking. I remember that that's one thing I actually was thinking about it today. I grew up in a city and now I live in a town. So in the city, people were generally rude. And I wouldn't say rude in a way, but everybody is very focused. They're going their way. They, are, they don't have time for, hi, or kindness. how are you doing? Kindness. kindness. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No time people for are rude, period. And when I came here, I was shocked. When I go to the store, people were, hi, how are you doing? Oh, how is your day? Hello. For no reason. Like, why is this person asking me how am I doing? Like, what does he or does she care? Or why they even saying hi? They don't even know me. But it's such a normal thing for the culture. And I'm not talking about the big cities, but small towns, it's quite normal. Right. Absolutely. I am still here in this area. Now people run away. People turn their heads around. People look at look at you with this with this look that it's like, what are you doing outside? Stay home or judgment. People are judging judgment, you for being engrossment, out. exactly. Whether you wear a mask or not, <laughs> people lost their kindness. You're right. Yes, there's been a few factors going on this last mm-hmm. m- couple months here that have really cost this country. It's heartbreaking. Um, it really is. We need to revisit, regroup, rethink, start our day with some gratitude and get America back and on, on track here with the kindness and the generosity. And my gosh, all, all these innocent people's, you know, businesses and everything being demolished unnecessarily. Unnecessarily, and, yes. Yeah. So thanks to people like you who start their day with kindness and gratitude Mm. you're a a lesson to others that that's how you need to start your day. You don't just jump out of bed and start your to-do list because you're just going to be discombobulated. You're not going to get through that to-do list without a lot of stress. Mm -hmm. But man, when you start your day with quiet, 20 minutes or so, whatever you need to just express gratitude, just just breathe. Just wake up and breathe a couple times, long, deep breaths and say, wow, I made it through a night. Mm -hmm. Not everybody makes it through. Not everybody's waking up today. Mm -hmm. Something that simple, like I woke up. Thank you. And in my own home, in my own safe home with a roof on it. So lots to be grateful for. And I love that you do that. And, you know, that you're kind of paying it forward now because you're, you're also coaching others, right? Yes. And just before we go there, um, with starting your day right, you, you create an anchor that grounds you throughout the day. And I like to do stuff like that throughout the day, the day because there is this saying in Ayurveda that your, your body likes routine, your body likes schedule, and your mind, your mind likes adventure. And in order to provide for your mind this adventure, a fun time <laughs> you need to keep your body grounded and you need to provide the routine so in ayurveda it's extremely important to to connect with your body and to connect with nature because we do use the time of the day and we use nature as 
a way to listen to our body. So what but exactly is Ayurveda? Like, tell Ayurveda, us this is the science sister of life. And it's, um, it's a very old, it's ancient, 5,000 years. It's, um, it's an Indian way of treating and living. It's a lifestyle. Ayurveda means the science of life. And there's certain foods you you eat yes. and drink. And yes, mm-hmm. I, I've studied it a bit when I was being trained in yoga and, mm-hmm. and actually prescribed to uh, parts of it, even some of the, the, the foods, the natural foods that you should be eating. Mm-hmm. Um, so what does it look like for you as a coach? Like, do you coach people individually or as classes or... I am doing individually, but I am creating a program with another woman that it's a very rounded, it's, uh, it has to do with business. We both have background in marketing and it has to do with self-care because there is, there is a way. You don't have to lose your sanity if you are starting your own business. And you shouldn't because you will burn out in no time. So creating that structure and work in your business intentionally and with focus, it will give you the freedom to spend time with your friends, with your family, and to feel good in general. So you give them a, a prescription for balance. You give them for the balance. For balance. Yes. Yeah. And balance, it's it it looks different every day. Some days it's really hard to to get to that balance time. But with enough attention and intention, you definitely get can get as close as possible. We are overstimulated, that's for sure. But it's also, it all depends on us. It depends on us how we deal and how we structure our day. And with Ayurveda specifically, we work with the elements, ether, air, fire, water, and earth. And we all have those elements in our bodies. And very often, let's say for me, I have some of the elements are more dominant than in you. And with that, we know that some things will be better for me, but they're not going to be good for you or vice versa. Something that is good for you might be harmful for me. Right. So we take this into consideration. So once you get to know yourself so deep, you are able to to navigate your life so much better. So you've seen a positive change in your life, being able to balance all of this together, um, that you're you're leading and living a really healthy lifestyle now. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. It's, and do you have a facility that you do this? Or do you have this running out of your house? Or where are you doing the coaching? It's all online. Online. It's all online, yes. I have my massage business, but the coaching is 100% online. And what's the name of it? Of what? Of Um, the health coaching? Yes. yes. (laughs) It's my name. It's my name. And I've been using the uh, podcast now. This is something that's very new. But I start to incorporate not only conversations with people, but some advice and suggestions for upgrading your life. Love that. Mm-hmm. You're really making a difference in the lives of others. Um, and, and I love that 
you turned your life around. I mean, mm. you you really kind of hit rock bottom with the drinking and woke up, kind of found yourself pregnant with your daughter and just like, wow, I just wasted some years of my life, which, you know, many people can look back at and, and say that they've done it. Even people who weren't drinking or doing drugs, just, you know, engrossed in their work and mm-hmm. missed their families for years and missed life for years and, and doing healthy things for years. So they were so engrossed in, in making money and going to work. And mm-hmm. so, you know, people can certainly get absorbed into other aspects that aren't as aren't so healthy and kind of look back all of a sudden and say, wow, I, I lost, I lost those years, but then you find them, you find yourself and you get moving. Like you can't, we can't undo that. Exactly. One of the things I always say is my near death experience is not living. And it's true that there have been people who were worse than I have, you know, thankfully I never really went into drugs. It's like I've experimented and which I think it's somewhat normal, Mm -hmm. but I never went into them because I always had my mom on the back of my head telling me, please think about me. Don't do this to me. And I just, I know I did it for my mom. Wow. But I always thought that drinking alcohol is okay. I can kill my liver like that. Why not? <laughs> right, right. I'm not going to die instantly from but, drinking. I'm not going to overdose and drive. Yes. But you know, bottom line is, yes, it, it, it's not. I never had a real, real near that experience but to me is that waking up and realizing that I could have been such a better place I could have learned so much throughout those years that's five years I could have had like master degree or something this five years of just doing nothing and wasting my life away wasting my brain cells wasting my 20s like once I hit 30 I started celebrating backwards so once I did 31 instead I celebrated my 29th birthday (laughs) and I went all the way back I I haven't gotten all the way back but I'm going all the way back just so I make up for the missed years (laughs) oh that is hilarious oh my gosh I love that boy I I never thought of that one I could have certainly used bought back a couple years myself so I I get it I get Age it. Age is nothing but a number, right? So might as well celebrate them all. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, you mm-hmm. get to celebrate your 25th someday when you get back back to it, you know, when you turn yes, 35. Yes, I already 25th. did. Yeah, <laughs> good for you. I love that. That's creative. That's very mm-hmm. cute. And, and you know, you, you said, well, I could have had my master's. I could have had, you know, other degrees and more learning. But really, you learned a lot about yourself and about your mm-hmm. strengths and weaknesses. And that no book or teacher could ever teach you. You you learned, you know, the school of hard knocks there. Mm-hmm. And that is what made you the person that's out now coaching and helping everybody else. Mm-hmm. So no books could have made you how amazing you are now. It, it had to take a lot of a lot of knockdowns, a lot of obstacles, a lot of challenges, a lot of hurt and pain to finally wake up and say, okay, that sucked. That was a bad choice. And now I get, you know, 
what breaks me and what I need to do. And you can see this in other people and trying to help them. Without that story, you you know, sometimes you're not as valuable. You know, mm-hmm. you're you're able now to help so many people that are in ruts, whether it's alcohol or drugs or just being so immersed in their their jobs, whatever it is, because you were there, mm-hmm. you're able to help people so much more authentically than anybody who just read it out of a book. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I always find, you know, the poor choices that I made, which, you know, I joke and say, I could write a book, Poor Choices by Casey Kellum. It'll be the longest book you ever read. And then mm-hmm. the sequel, The Good Choices, would be the shortest book you'd ever read. But, read. but for me, every one of those poor choices helped me to become a better person. And all the, the crap that we've experienced, every one of these things, any kind of conflict I've had has helped me to become the better coach and counselor that I can be, like yourself. Mm-hmm. So it, it's I kind of, I get it. You trust the journey. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how I ended up here in America drunk, but hey, now here I am, you know, 15 years later, doing good stuff for others. So Yes. Yes, 100%. And with that being said, the the growth journey does not end here. Once you have this realization, once you are aware that there needs to be a change and you, you do stuff every day, that doesn't mean that you're not going to face different challenges because I started facing other challenges, although it, being sober and aware. Now I wanted to have my own business, but I did not realize how much I'm self-sabotaging how much I was on my own way. So this is another thing I need to work through limiting beliefs and I need to guide myself out of my own way in in order to start moving forward. Every stage of life comes with different challenges. Yes, and I love that. You got to get out of your own way. So many Mm. people have no idea that they're the number one obstacle in their own journey. Mm -hmm. Finger point, finger point. But when you put that finger out, you got to take all the other five fingers back, four fingers back to yourself. You're the one. You're in your own way. Yes. Your attitude, your beliefs. And like you said, you know, you had like some strict beliefs on how things should be done and you had to let go of that Mm -hmm. and and accept other people's views and uh, other people's ways that are completely different than yours, but also mm-hmm. work. So yes, yes, uh, that's one thing for sure that I'm very open for people's opinion, uh, for people's uh, feedback, for people's mm, story. I don't know. However, you want to call it for people's point of view, because we all are so different, and we need to respect that. Instead of judging, try to understand because it's easy to judge. It's That's the easiest thing, but it's so much harder to be like, okay, why am I not understanding this? Or is there a part of me that is exactly the same way and I dislike it so much and because I cannot judge it, judge it in myself, I judge it in the other person, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. It, you know, mm-hmm. It's very easy to judge, but really the challenge is to learn and understand why people tick, what makes them do things the way they do things. There's a story behind Mm -hmm. every person. And I I tell the teachers at my school, like for every kid's actions, there's a story behind it. Mm -hmm. Get to know the story a little more and then you'll understand why they're talking out or why they're aggressive or why they have sloppy penmanship. I mean, every little piece of what we are is explained 
through part of our journey. You know, this these things shaped us to mm-hmm. how we act and how we respond and how we think and work. So yeah, just taking that time to get to understand why somebody has these ideas or does things this way is is a much softer, more time consuming, but well worth it approach. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so right now you are doing the you are doing the coaching, Ayurveda coaching, and you're are you teaching yoga as well now? I am not really. I am. It is going to be part of my course uh, because I'm going to do few yoga videos, um, and I am just I'm doing a little bit, but not nothing really uh, worth promoting or talking about. <laughs> okay, so so then on to the podcasting that you're doing, mm. the Lily Pod. Why don't you tell us about that? It's actually the Lily Pod because it's P O D. Yeah, like really podcast. Yes. yes. Yep. Um, well, this one, this has been a project of four years for me. Another one of those things that I've put on the back burner and I procrastinated because, okay, get out of your own way. <laughs> yep. But no, I always wanted to do it with somebody for someone to hold my hand. And I always thought, okay, why would I do the podcast? No one. Now, who is going to listen to it? Who am I to do a podcast? Uh, people will not care about it because I have an accent or this or that. You know, all those thoughts kept coming in and in and in. I, a few times, I ha- a couple of times, actually, I had someone who wanted to, to, to do it, but then things just, we just didn't follow through. We talked about it and then nothing happened. However, this year I've decided I'm doing it. I don't care. I've procrastinated so much. What's the worst that can happen? No, no one listens to it. So what? I mean, it's not so what. Obviously, it will be heartbreaking, but I don't want to keep living in procrastination mode. Good for you. So I, I need to do this for myself. And I launched it in, in April, April 22nd, 2020. And the reason I chose the, that day was for many reasons, actually, in many reasons. But uh, this was supposed to be, this was my mom's due date with me. But instead, I was born in the end of March. So I decided, okay, if my mom didn't give birth to me then, I'll give birth to my podcast then. Oh, how fun. <laughs> I like that. Mm. It was it is Earth Day, and this year was a new moon. So, like, this is perfect. It's just such a good date. And oh, lots of signs there, sure. Yes. So, I decided I'm doing it. Even if it's horrible, I'm just going to do it and I'm going to learn along the way. The theme of the podcast is Life According to Extraordinary People. And extra, I would put it in parentheses because you. You can't be extraordinary without experiencing the ordinary. And for every person, we have a different understanding what extraordinary living means. Just like with success, to each one of us, success has different meaning. So I like to have a conversations with people who, and with those conversations to inspire others to find their little extra that helps them step and align themselves from ordinary to the extraordinary however they understand it i 
I have, I do episodes solo too. Like for example, my last one that I did is five ways to upgrade your mindset because mindset is everything in life. <laughs> yes, it is. It's very important, the attitude. And again, I do have conversations with people. I really like it. It's a, it's a fun project. It's It helps me connect with a lot of people, with very different people. And I, I am so grateful that... I stopped procrastinating this little passion project. Oh, I love it too. I mean, you're really reaching out and helping others. And and by helping others, it helps us. You know, hearing mm-hmm. their stories certainly inspires us. And, uh, you know, you learn from each person. I know I learn from each guest. I'm learning from you. And I, I love that piece. I, I take from each guest just a little something special. Like, wow, never thought of doing that. And I, you know, I, I love the, the wording. I love like the brain dump that you called when you were journaling. I think that's really mm-hmm. cool. Um, so you take something out of each person's uh, story and you're inspired by it. And so how, um, how often are you, uh, are your episodes? Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Very good. Every Wednesday. Yes. And I try to keep them between 30 to 45 minutes because I know Everybody's busy. This is an average uh, ride in a car. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. You're right on. Mm. You're right on. And do you yes. have a lot of listeners, followers? Uh, not crazy, but growing. And again, <laughs> even if I have one person that I'm able to help, influence, and guide them to making better choice for themselves, I'm, I'm more than happy and beyond grateful. I completely get it. Mm-hmm. I'm right there with you. If this makes some, one person's life, then it's well worth all the time and um, effort put into it. Mm-hmm. I love that you're doing that. You're doing so many nice things for others with your coaching and your LilyPod podcast, reaching out and helping others, you know, to be their best selves. Mm-hmm. Despite, you know, the adversity you went through, you took something that was really difficult time of your life, five years of, of drinking, then you turned it around and you turned it, not just turned it around for yourself, but you turned it around so that you could help others mm-hmm. no matter what their, their strife was in life. And that's beautiful. That's what I love about people's stories that you come out of something that, you know, we all make poor choices and you came out of it, not just changing your own self for the better, but now determined to help change others for the mm-hmm. better. And that's pretty amazing. Uh, Lily, we have the Lily Pod, the Lily Pod podcast. And um, to find you in your Ayurvedic life coaching, is there a website? I'm... Um reworking my website because I'm adding new stuff, but it would be the lilypod.com. Okay. Which is com- combination of both the podcast and my coaching services. Okay. So uh, coming, coming but, soon. Yes. And I use social media quite a lot. I'm on Instagram and I love LinkedIn. I hear that social media, Facebook is really good to have. So I have created a, page lily gordon with my name where i'm learning to be more active (laughs) love it yeah that's that's the best way to reach out it's and it's 
you know, again, you're you're here to help others and empower others. So we have to go and find those people. Uh, and I swear, like each day, somebody is finding me on Facebook. Like I just mm-hmm. had a former student just reach out to me today, like, hey, you know, I, I haven't seen her in 30 years, but she's got a story she wants to share. And I just mm-hmm. love it. So these these platforms are a really great way for us to connect and find those people who have stories to share and help help others like what you're doing. So yes, love that you're doing yes. that. Well, I thank you. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us, Lily? Uh, about your journey or about where you're heading? Do you have any future goals besides fixing your or changing your website? Is there anything else you're? you're oh working? yes, I am. I think I already said that, but I'm working on a program that uh, in, that it's both business and self development, which I'm very excited about. This one should be launching in September, and we are doing a pre challenge. I mean, pre-course challenge, which would be, which will be a lot of fun. More to come on that, of course. But if you connect with me through any of the social medias, uh, you will hear about it. This one I do with another woman and I am beyond excited about that. And with everything that's happening around the world, one thing is for sure is question everything, question Question your own thoughts. Question everything you hear. Question, question, question. Because question. <laughs> yes, I like, I like questions, and I like to question myself and the choices that I make, even if I think that they're great. Sometimes they might not be that <laughs> wonderful because sure. I believe in something that doesn't necessarily mean that's the the truth. Right, or that it's right. Mm-hmm. Sure. So questioning everything helps you put yourself in check. It allows, yes. you to, it allows you to put yourself in check each day. Like, was this really the best choice? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and you reevaluate yourself. And, and that's important. We only get this one life. And if you keep doing the same stupid thing over and over and over, and you're continuously upset with life and down about everything, well, question what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And, and talk to yourself. Like, be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. Why am I doing this? What, what is this serving? What purpose is this serving? Who am I hurting through this? And and then you change it. You know, yes. We're all, all a progress. We're all a progress, you know. Until we die. Yes. Absolutely. And there is one thing that you we've been saying throughout the podcast, finding myself, finding myself. But in reality, we don't need to find ourselves. We are right over here. We need to start getting more intentional with our time and, again, with our choices. Because this is... This is how we actually rediscover that part of us that we we think that needs to be find found. But no, it's right over here. We just stop pushing it somewhere in the invisible field. <laughs> gotcha. Right, right. So, you know, we have making our time, our choices more intentional allows you to be more in tune with the choices you're making, what what you're doing each part of your day, you know, and it's just part of the process of getting through day to day, getting through life. Mm-hmm. We only get one chance and you want to be the best version of yourself. Well, don't settle for what you are today. Make yourself better for tomorrow. Exactly. Don't settle for average. Right. Exactly. Yes. 
Well, thank you so much, Lily. And I look forward to hearing you on the Lily Pod podcast and looking for you uh, and your website, thelilypod.com, when that is uh, back up again. And certainly excited to follow you on Facebook and LinkedIn to see how this business um, class goes with helping others and um, teaching others Ayurveda lifestyle and mm. you know, balance, balancing yes. their life. And one, one spot that I don't know if you use it is Instagram, Instagram too. Uh, Instagram, this is where I'm the most active. Very good. Uh, yes. How can we find you? Is it this your... is at the Lilypod Life. And it's L-I-L-I-P-O-D-L-I-F-E. Gotcha. At the Lilypod. Uh, I will friend you on Instagram as well. I will friend you back. <laughs> well, I'm very proud of you and... Glad that you have been finding your way here in America and making the most of of yourself and being a beacon of resiliency and being a life coach to to others, helping others get through their some poor choices and their journey, helping to guide them. I, I appreciate you taking your experiences and using them to help others. That's what we need. Thank you. Thank you for having me on your podcast again. It was great talking to you. I appreciate you too. We learned from Lily Gordon that you cannot run from yourself. Starting your day right with a gratitude journal creates an anchor that grounds you throughout your day. You need to keep your body grounded and have a routine. Brain dumping is a great strategy of simply emptying everything from your head onto paper, which helps you restructure your day. Once you know yourself better, you can balance your life better. Ayurveda practice can teach you how to do this. We can find Lily on her podcast, The Lily Pod, on Instagram at The Lily Pod Life, and at her website, www.thelilypod.com. Today's gratitude is We Create the reality in which we live. Well, that's it for today's interview. We hope our guest's story helps you get through your story. Don't stop believing and keep on dancing.